Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. All right, friends, we are going to take a little break from the business mentoring moment because I have been talking to you guys about business for a while and I realized, wow, we haven't really had an episode for health and fitness related content in a minute. And so I was like, you know, today is probably a good day. I've been wanting to talk about this topic. So we're going to go ahead and take our mentorship business hat off and we're going to talk about health to help you reach your health goals and prevent some things that I have noticed, you know, are becoming a thing, have been a thing for a while, apparently. And this is, I think, such a sensitive topic for me as a coach, because I am one of those people that's like, look, girl, I can give you the tools. I can show you how to do it, but you're going to have to show up. I can't sugarcoat things when I'm coaching people because I feel like I've seen coaches that sugarcoat things to get sales. But my thing is this. I love sales. I love money. Well, I don't love money. I hate saying I love money. I do like it a lot, though. (laughs) You know, I do know why we need it. Absolutely. I have goals around money, all the things. But for me, I'm trying to get you results, okay? Because that speaks volumes I'm not just trying to sell you something. I'm trying to get you results, no matter what we're working on, whether it's your health or your business. I'm trying to get you results because that's what's going to help you achieve the goal. That's what's going to help you achieve the life that you want. And so I don't sugarcoat things and I say things with love. I have patience, but I also, if I see someone standing in their own way or making up excuses that are not valid, uh, I'm going to lovingly tell you to stop. Okay, I'm going to tell you to stop because the whole point of coaching is you go and hire somebody to help you get unstuck, to help you reach your goals, to help you move forward, to help you get out of self-sabotage. But if I'm sitting here walking on eggshells and you hire me and I'm sitting here like, well, I'm not going to tell her that because she might not like it. And, you know, I don't know if she likes tough love and I'm going to tell her what she wants to hear. I'm going to make excuses too. Girl, we both just going to be sitting there making excuses and not moving forward. So I just never understood why coaches take on this role of let me be your best friend so you can continue to work with me. And it's like, that's cool. We can do that. But you know what? I want to help you get results. And sometimes in order for you to get out of your own way and leave the BS behind, you have to have somebody tell you, hey, girl, that's actually not true. And you need to stop telling yourself that this is how you're sabotaging yourself and this is what you need to do and you just need to do it, right? You need to get in the mindset, you need to apply the things that I'm teaching you and you need to go and do it. And it might not sound very good because, you know, even as grown adults, we all want to be like, we want people to hold our hands and we want somebody to show us, can you just please show me how to do this thing because it's so hard and it's like, that's cool. I can show you the thing. But girl, once you have the tools and the how to do the thing, 
We have to put our big girl panties on and get to work. We can't let these little limiting beliefs and excuses and things that we're telling ourselves and the self-sabotaging get in the way. That's what we're trying to break. And so a coach has to be able to push you past that point, you know, because if I let you stay there, you're not going to get results. You're just not. And so I want to talk to you about how you can use self-determination to help you reach your health goals. So first, what is self-determination? What is the meaning of it? Like, what's the definition of it? So here's what it is. It is the process by which a person controls their own life, okay? And you're probably like, Jeanette, what the hell does that have to do with my nutrition? I'm gonna tell you right now. Just give me a minute, all right? So basically, this is the idea that you will be involved in making life decisions, right? You're gonna be your own self-advocate. You're going to work towards your goals, but you're gonna be involved, You're not just going to try to find the mentor and the nutritionist and the fitness expert that's going to tell you how to do the thing and then put everything on them. Okay. I want you to think about self-determination. Okay. The process. Let me repeat this again. The process by which a person controls their own life. Now, let me just explain this for a moment before I go in. Okay. When we hire doctors, We rely on them and their experience and their training to help us figure out what's going on with us. And you're involved in that. Even though they are the experts and the ones that have the medical training, you're still involved in that process, right? They recommend things. You decide whether that's the route you want to go on. You try it. If you're not feeling good with medication they give you or whatever, you go and say something, you get off of it. And then they try something different. Okay. So you're involved in that process. What I have noticed, and I have noticed this from probably day one that I became a coach and was helping people with their health and fitness, is people don't take that mindset a lot of times. They don't take that same mindset and that same approach when it comes to following a meal plan or following a fitness program or following some type of routine that a personal trainer gave you. They literally give up all of their power and go, okay, well, you know how to do this. So you tell me what to do and I'll do it. And when they're not feeling good because that thing's not working for them, they just continue to do it and they create horrible scenarios, horrible things that can happen. And it just becomes a mess. I'm going to explain to you because I'm not going to sit here and just try to like hold back on some of this stuff. You know how sometimes you're sitting down and you're doing research? Well, I, every time I'm doing research, I fall into threads of conversation. I love reading not only the research, but you know, when a blog has comments, I love reading the comments. If a post is doing well and they're talking about a certain thing that I am learning from or that I teach in my own business, I love reading the comments, okay? This is actually something that I teach as well in business. But the reason that I read the comments is because that is the people, right? That is the general population. And that is really where we find out what's going on with people and what it is that they need, what it is that they're struggling with, because people are very open in the comments when they're sharing things. So I love when it's research, not when it's a messy video that's going viral. I stay away from those because the comments are just horrible. But when you're doing research on something, reading the comments can help you as a mentor go, wow, okay, you know, I can add a lesson in my course to answer this question because a lot of people are really struggling with this. And so I have gone down rabbit holes where I have realized people take a meal plan, for example, and they follow this meal plan and then they come back months or years later and they go, oh, I hated that person or that meal plan because
because, you know, it created a food eating disorder for me. I was not eating enough. And it wasn't until I started working with so-and-so that that's working and this and that. You can do the same thing with fitness. People go, you know, I followed their fitness routine and it was horrible. I didn't lose any weight and it made me sore and it actually hurt me. And they come up with all of these things, which are all valid. You know, there are so many things and so many experts and so many gurus and so many trainers and so many people that you can hire to do the things. And not everybody's going to have a 100% success in who they work with. I don't think I know anybody, even the most amazing business coaches, personal trainers, celebrity trainers, nutritionists. Like, I don't think I know anybody who at some point hasn't had a customer that maybe wasn't happy with the results or what they got from whatever they purchased. That's just part of it, right? But my thing is this, sometimes I read these things and I'm like, so I wanna know something. At what point did you follow this meal plan, for example, realize that, you know, I'm always hungry and it's not cravings, it's not because my body's detoxing, because sometimes we can, you know, if you're thirsty, we can think we're hungry, but really it's just our body needs water. We've all heard that, right? Well, at some point, when you have realized that it's not that you're thirsty, it's not that your body is just craving things, craving sugar and junk food, it's not any of these things, is that you're actually hungry because you're on this super unrealistic meal plan that's not giving you enough calories, and so you're basically just always hungry. Your body's not getting enough, and and you notice it in your energy, you're not feeling good, at what point do you go, you, not the trainer, not the nutritionist, not the doctor, not anybody else, at what point is it our responsibility to self-advocate for ourselves and go, you know what, this isn't working for me and I need to change it up? When do we do that? Because I'm going to tell you right now from somebody who I had my daughter at 17, I was a kid. And then after that, nutrition, fitness, that wasn't a thing in my home. Nobody worked out. Nobody even ate vegetables, I think. I don't even remember. We literally survived off of like meat, carbs, and like all the good food that we cook in our culture, which was amazing. But yeah, health wasn't a thing. And I started gaining weight and gaining weight and gaining weight. As an adult, I gained more weight. And it wasn't until I started coaching and started working on myself that I started implementing a healthier lifestyle. And I started following healthier plans that I could eat healthy food to fuel my body properly. But I'm going to tell you, if I was hungry and I felt like, you know what, I'm hungry. And sometimes that happens if I change my fitness routine. Sometimes I can follow a certain fitness program and I'm good with my meal plan. But if I start lifting, if I'm following a program like right now, I'm doing a program that's focused on lifting heavy, lots of reps and as heavy as you can go. Girl, I need some food. I need to eat. So whatever meal plan I followed when I did whatever program that was a lot easier, that ain't gonna work for me. So I need to eat because I need to fuel my body or else I'm gonna be exhausted and sleepy and tired and it's not gonna be good. And I'm going to eat. And I don't listen to meal plans that are made for a certain type of lifestyle or training. And I think this is something that one, coaches need to get better at and going, hey, so here's the meal plan. And this is something that I've always tried to do in my groups when I've ran wellness groups and health and fitness groups is I can give you the tools. They're amazing. I've used them forever. They freaking work. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's all in making decisions and 
you also understanding what works best for you. Because as much as we can work with trainers and professionals, they're not in our bodies. They don't know how we're feeling. We also have to be very careful and understand that sometimes we may be craving food, but really what you're craving is junk food and you have to learn. And it's an experiment, trial and error. You have to learn and wing yourself off because I can tell you as a coach myself, I have seen this happen way too many times where people are like, listen, I'm hungry and I want to eat. And it's like, okay, well then eat more. And then they go and eat chips or they go on a freaking binge and they eat just crap. And it's like, girl, you should have just the meal plan you have. If you're getting one serving, add another serving. Even if you're overeating according to the meal plan you're following, if you have a day where you're just like, girl, this usually works for me, but like I am really hungry today, then eat more of what's on your meal plan with healthy food instead of going, well, I ate all my healthy meals, so I'm just going to go eat a bunch of crap because that's what tends to happen a lot of times. And we don't take responsibility in going, okay, I didn't get results because this stuff was unrealistic. It was because my ass was over here eating all the wrong things. I've had so many conversations and this is not to bash any of my customers because I've been there too. These are lessons that I've learned myself. And this is why I say you can't sugarcoat things, okay? Even for yourself, you gotta look yourself in the mirror and go, girl, you know damn well that you did not get the results you wanted because you've been sitting here eating cake and drinking soda. You didn't really work out. You know, you were supposed to work out a few times a week and you kept skipping it. And then you went and grocery shop. I cannot tell you how many times people have gone. You have your meal plan. We haven't even started in the group. It's like day one. I give them the grocery list. They know what meals they're going to eat. They know what groceries they need to pick. We do a whole training on how to even walk the grocery store to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success and and picking just what you need and not adding junk into your cart. And then people come back and they do videos and then they're like, okay, I picked up all my food. Here's a picture of what I picked up. And in the background, you see all the crap and you're just like, girl, that's not on the meal plan. And so from day one, before we even started, people give up. So as much as I do understand that there are quote unquote experts that are going to put you on meal plans that are hella unrealistic, you, my friend, you, okay, you have to figure out what your body needs. And if you are following somebody's meal plan and it's unrealistic and you're eating 800, 1200 calories a day, you have to go, wait a minute, this don't seem right and eat more. Because I can tell you, I eat a lot. It's embarrassing sometimes, okay? I eat a lot and I still get results. And the reason that I get results is because when I eat a lot, I try to stay away from the junk and I just eat more of the good things. I have days where my meal plan, and I say meal plan very lightly because I don't have a meal plan. I actually hate putting together meal plans and I hate prepping, but it just happens naturally in my house because I got so used to it from coaching that I just always have healthy food in my house. I grocery shop like that. I don't have to sit here and go, okay, what am I going to get because I'm doing this three-week program? No, girl, I just switched up my entire lifestyle. My everyday grocery shopping is usually healthier food. I also snack and eat crap. Yes, you already know the intro to my podcast says getting fit while eating ice cream. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that's true because I'll be showing you all my ice cream when I go out with the kids. I enjoy myself. I have no guilt with food. I don't give myself a hard time when I go and eat a burger and didn't replace the bread with lettuce. Like I eat the things. 
I have a really good balance. But you know how that happened? By removing all the unrealistic expectations, all the everybody telling me what to eat. And I took what I had. I took my programs. I took the meal plans. I followed them. I saw that they worked and I adjusted them to fit what I needed. And I learned what my body likes. So now I feel like I have the best of both worlds. And what I'm realizing when I look out and trying to figure out, okay, what are people struggling with? How can I help them? Is this. We're dependent too much on the experts and we're completely leaving our own decision making. We're giving away our power. We're not being involved in the process. We're just hoping and praying that we can give this to someone and they can tell us what to do and it'll be super easy. I've even had people, you guys, tell me, I love these meal plans. Can you please share more? Because I need meal plans to have a successful week. And it's like, we have, I can't even tell you. I mean, I've ran groups where meal plans is like endless. You have so many that you get so overwhelmed that you're just like, there's no way you can't find a recipe that you can make because there's so many, you know? And I've had customers tell me they need meal plans. And it's like, hey, I have the tools. That's cool. You're going to get what you need. But I really, really need you to take control of that because it's kind of like cooking. You're not always going to have somebody come in and cook your meals. So if you don't know how to cook, you're always, your nutrition, your health is always dependent on what other people are making at restaurants. And if they're not using good oils, if they're not using healthier ingredients, your entire nutrition is dependent on whatever they want to do. And they're not going to use the best of the best. The only way that you can have control of your nutrition is by cooking it. It's by getting in the kitchen and doing it yourself and trying and making things. Because if you're constantly dependent on a restaurant, you're going to be spending a lot of money always going out to eat. You're going to always wonder what oils do they use? Do they add sugar? What are they doing to this food? Like you're not back there telling the chef how to do it. So you have no control in that process, right? And the other side of that is if you're constantly dependent on a coach, a nutritionist, a trainer to tell you what to do and come and do it for you, you're not going to get the results either. Because I, as much as I can give my clients as much support, as much as I can show up, as many recipes, and I can give them grocery lists, I can train them, I can do all the things, I still can't go to the grocery store and pick your food for you so that you don't put junk in your cart. I can't be in your house popping out of the freezer going like, hey girl, it's hella late. Are you sure you want to eat that bowl of ice cream this late? Maybe you should not. I can't pop out of the pantry when you're trying to snack at night. I can't go in the kitchen on a Sunday and cook your food for the week. Like, I just can't do it. And if I die tomorrow and I can't give you a recipe in my group, girl, what are you going to do? Right? My coaching, and I've talked about this before in previous episodes where I've said, as much as I want to be successful in business, I focus on results. I need to get you results. But you also have to get up and do the work. Whether that is in your health, in your business, whatever it is, I can give you the tools. I can tell you how to, but ultimately it falls on your lap and you have to grab the tools, grab the knowledge, learn the thing, and then go try. And you have to take action and you have to be involved in the process. So when I've gone down these rabbit holes and I'm reading these things, I'm just like, you know, I get it. Like some of this stuff is valid and it happens, but also stop pushing the blame on other people because if you do that and you get used to doing that, you're never going to take responsibility for your life and you're going to notice you're going to be on this same loop of failing over and over and over at what you're trying to do and pointing the finger at other people. And one day you're going to have to realize that you never looked at number one. You never looked at the person who's actually making the choice, the one taking the action and the only one that can ultimately get you the results that you want. And that is the person that you see in the mirror. 
Let me tell you right now, nothing is all or nothing. Okay, that was a mouthful. Nothing is all or nothing. That was a tricky one. But it's true. There is no trainer, no nutritionist, no coach, no business expert, nobody that has all of the things that you need to do exactly and it's going to work perfectly. No, everything is trial and error. In every single category, no matter what, when it comes to your health, try things, implement them, stick to them, commit to them, okay? Because yes, there are meal plans that are hella unrealistic. If you're eating a super low calorie meal plan, you need to change that because girl, if you go on a cleanse, now I do cleanses, but my cleanses, I eat a lot. They're cleanses because you eat healthy food and you literally don't add any junk. Like I literally have two cleanses that I'm gonna start not two for me. I have two because my husband's going to do it with me. And that cleanse is literally, it's a ton of food. I actually have to make the recipe smaller for me because the first time I did it, I was sitting there with a giant bowl of food and I was like, oh my God, I can't finish this. And I thought I had to finish it because it was the first time I was doing the cleanse. And I was like, no, I have to do it because I committed to 21 days. I was going to do this thing. And so when I commit to it, I'm like, I'm going to do it to the T. But then I realized like, oh, You don't have to. They're pretty big portions and you're eating all day long. The only difference is that you're eating clean. Nothing processed is like super clean and it's, they're so amazing. I think I've done it maybe, I don't know, three, four times. Maybe this is my fourth time. This is how my husband dropped a, I was about to curse. This is how my husband dropped a lot of weight. There's nothing wrong with cursing, but I try to prevent it, you know, because I never know if there's moms listening with kids. But anyways, this is how my husband dropped a ton of weight. He did a cleanse and it just triggered his body to start letting go of weight. And then he did it again, like later on. I think I did it with him on the second time. And so now I think this is going to be his third time. We haven't done it in so long. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of feeling like I want to do a cleanse. And he's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to do that 21 day one. And I looked at him and I was like, do you want to do it with me? And I started laughing. He goes, yeah, sure. And I was like, really? I was like, because that would be awesome for accountability. So he said, yeah, so we're going to do it probably after our trip with the kids. We have some trips coming up. So I was like, after that, we'll do it. But my point is, you know, a lot of people, they do cleanses where they're not eating. And as much as I believe in fasting, doing it the right way, because there's for everything, again, there's the right way and then the wrong way. A lot of people do things the wrong way. And so as much as you can do fasting and it's great for your body, there's so much science behind and studies that show how amazing it is. It's also one of those things. If you're doing a cleanse where you are, it's like your everyday meal plan. And you're like, you know, I have a trip coming up in three weeks. And so I'm literally just going to eat this much. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to work. Your body's not going to let go of unnecessary weight that is carrying by you starving. It doesn't work that way, girl. I know that a lot of people do think that that's going to help them, but it's actually sabotaging you. You have to eat and you have to eat enough of the right food. And what ends up happening is people go in these unrealistic cleanses or even unrealistic meal plans where they're barely getting any food and they're constantly hungry and they think that's going to work. And guess what? It's not going to work. Even, I'll give you this, even if you start it and you go, oh, wow, it's been three days and I've already lost five pounds and you're just like, this works. Girl, it's water weight. Okay. It's water weight. The weight will leave the right way in long term. You have to think of things long term. You have to think of things as a lifestyle. And what ends up happening is you have to ask yourself, and this is something that I have always done that has saved the day. Can I keep this up forever if I wanted to? If the answer is hell no, you're probably not on the right plan. Because if you're eating limited amount of calories where you're hungry and you're not giving your body enough, 
Not to mention how that can throw off your hormones and just jack everything up. I'm going to tell you right now, if you can't keep that up long term, that's not a lifestyle. Okay, you are on a diet, my friend. Okay, and if you want to be healthy in your life, if you want to get results, if you want to stop the yo-yoing of gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, you have to not be on a diet and you have to follow a realistic meal plan that fuels your body properly and takes care of your body, that gives you enough food, that is healthy food, something that you can do every single day, whether you're traveling or you're at home. You're educating yourself. You know what foods make your body feel better. You know which ones to pick and you can do it forever. That is when you're going to know that you're following the right meal plan. So if you're on a super strict diet, ask yourself, are you doing this for three weeks and you're just like hustling through it and you're struggling, but you're just like, nope, I'm going to do this for three weeks. And then you're going to get results and then you're going to go on your trip and then you're probably going to be on vacation mode. So you're probably going to be eating all the things, right? And you're going to come back from vacation. And you're going to be like, holy shit, I, well, that no cussing didn't last very long. <laughs> I am not even going to delete this. We're just going to roll with it because this is just me. But you're going to come back and go, oh my God, I gained all the weight and some while I was out partying on vacation mode. And then you're going to go back to your normal life. Even if you don't go on vacation, you're going to go back to your normal life after those three weeks of struggling through this unrealistic meal plan. And when you start eating normally, how you used to eat before, you're going to go, oh, wow, I'm gaining all the weight back. And it's because you don't need to be on a three-week unrealistic meal plan. You need to change how you're going about your life and how you're eating in general. And I know at first when you hear that, you go, oh, great. So I'm going to be sitting here chewing on salad, on lettuce and drinking water. No, girl. No. I eat all the time. I enjoy my food. I love how I eat. And your body gets used to it. And the more you give it healthy food, the more it starts craving it. The only reason you crave crap right now is because that's all you eat. So we are training our bodies. And if we force it in the beginning, you're like, well, I don't want to have a salad or I don't want to add vegetables on my plate, but I'm going to because I'm a grown up and I know that I need the nutrients that come from this healthier food. I'm going to limit how much sugar I'm having. I'm going to stop drinking soda and I'm going to start drinking water. And I'm just going to think about, you know, what am I choosing to put in my body today? And I'm going to try to choose the healthier options. I'm going to try to find healthier snacks that I enjoy. And the more you give your body the healthier things, the more your body's going to go, oh, I like that. And I like the energy that came from that and the mental clarity that came from that. And it's going to start craving the healthier food, but you got to give it time to train it to do that. Okay. Listen, if you need help with your health and fitness and you want to do it in a realistic way, I'm here for you. You just have to reach out and I would love to help you. But I wanted to share this because I don't want you to completely remove yourself from the process and decision making on what you're doing for your health. You have to be involved and you have to change things when you realize that those things aren't for you and they're not working for you. Take your power back, speak up, implement different things, try different things until you find the one that works. But go into it thinking of it as a lifestyle, not a diet. All right, friends, that is what I have for you today. I hope you found that helpful. Please share this episode. If you did find it helpful, you can take a screenshot and share it on your social media or send it to a friend. I would really appreciate it. And I will be back to talk to you really soon. Have a great day. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.